0: Twenty-one ER chaf Alef ER tzaddik, his praise, three thirty-nine. The Rebbe said, "In time to come, the whole world will be Breslover Chasidim." La asid lavo welt dzein Breslover Chasidim. The midrash comments on the verse in Ezekiel thirty-six twenty-six: "I will give you a lave basar, a heart of flesh." Do not read basar, flesh, but boser, glad. Everyone will be glad at the good fortune of his friend. Bereshit Rabbah 34.21 The letters of the words Lev boser, a glad heart, spell out the word Breslov. When the Rebbe left Zlatopolia to move to Breslov, the Magad of Terovitzah had a dream in the Sukkah about how the Rebbe's leaving Zlatopolia for Breslov is hinted at in the above verse from Ezekiel. The first part of the verse says, And I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh. The phrase stony heart is related to the verse in 1 Kings 10.27, which tells us that King Solomon made silver to be in Jerusalem as stones. The name Zlatipolia connotes an abundance of wealth and money. zlaty in Russian signifies gold. And I will give you a heart of flesh, lev basar. These are the letters yeah, of the name, his wisdom, 141. Many great tzaddikim sought this remedy and worked hard to find it. Some never had any idea at all of the true remedy. Others began to perceive it, only to be taken from the world before they could grasp it completely. But God helped me, and I totally grasped the solution. Rectifying this matter by reciting the Ten Psalms is something completely new, an outstanding innovation, because it is entirely new and a wonderful and awesome remedy. How good it is if you can immerse in a mikvah and then say the ten psalms. But if you cannot, for example, if you are sick or traveling and cannot immerse, then just saying the psalms alone is a great remedy. It is better if you can say the psalms with devotion and feeling, but just saying the words alone also helps. This remedy has not been revealed since the time of creation. I would prefer to do away with this blemish completely, but it is impossible both physically and spiritually. It would involve the permanent change of man's very nature, and this is beyond the realm of possibility. Even Moses and others like him could change the laws of nature only temporarily, and then only in specific circumstances. Even such great miracles as the splitting of the Red Sea and the Jordan River were but temporary miracles. To do away with this would involve a general alteration of man's nature. It would involve changing every single human being for all time. This is physically impossible. Spiritually, this is also impossible. These ten psalms, however, are a most wonderful, precious, and beneficial remedy. He told them, "Bear witness to my words. When my days are over and I leave this world, I will intercede for anyone who comes to my grave, says these ten psalms, and gives a penny to charity." No matter how great his sins, I will do everything in my power, spanning the length and breadth of the creation to save him and rectify him. I am very positive in everything I say, but I am most positive in regard to the great benefit of these ten psalms. These are the ten psalms. Psalms 16, 32, 41, 42, 59, 77, 90, 105, 137, 150. In eternal flame, B., 1. In reward for keeping a flame of olive oil burning constantly, people are spared from a decree of forced conversion. Counting the Omer. B. 1. Counting the Omer saves one from being banished. 2. During the weeks of counting the Omer, it is all the more important to immerse in a mikvah after a seminal emission. 3. Through counting the Omer, it is possible to overcome an informer. This is alluded to by the word leomer, which is an acronym for Meigra Rama Libira Amikta, from a high place down to a deep pit. Mysteries B, one, by deeply studying the Torah's mysteries, one can bring barren women to bear children and also heal serious diseases. One, lesson number ninety-six, one, the foreign thoughts that come to a person while he is praying, and particularly to a tzaddik who wishes to pray with great attachment to God. Derive from the sparks of holiness that fell at the time of the shattering of the vessels. These foreign thoughts come to each person in accordance with the attribute and level that he has thus far attained. The tzaddik needs to know from which world and from which attribute this particular thought derives, and he must also know how to elevate this thought to that world and to that attribute in which he presently resides. Sometimes, however, the tzaddik wishes to elevate a particular thought, but he is unable to do so. This is because this thought originates from a higher level which the tzaddik has not yet reached, and consequently it is impossible for him to elevate it. How does it happen, though, that a thought should come to him before its time? The explanation is that when there is opposition against a particular tzaddik, a foreign thought pertaining to this conflict then arises in the mind of a different tzaddik, and because the second tzaddik wishes to elevate his thought even though he is unable to, with the power of his desire, he thereby shatters all of the opponents of the first tzaddik. Lesson number 97 1. Every Jew can achieve mastery through his prayers, and can effect with them whatever he wishes. The main impediment to this, however, is the false pride and foreign thoughts that one experiences during prayer. For there are people who are proud of their distinguished lineage, or of the fact that they have struggled hard in the service of the Creator, And in such a case, it is certainly impossible for them to achieve mastery with their prayers. Therefore, when a person stands up to pray, he must prevail to break all this and to completely forget about his distinguished lineage and about how much he has struggled in his service of God. Instead, he should imagine that he was just created today and that he has not yet exerted himself at all in the service of God. Furthermore, he should imagine that he is alone in the world and that he has no distinguished family connections whatsoever. Furthermore, he must break and nullify all of the other foreign thoughts that arise in his mind during prayer, which come as a result of the purposeful sins that he committed in times past, or the purposeful, sinful thoughts that he has entertained, and then he will be able to achieve mastery with his prayer. At that time, the desire of the Creator is fulfilled, and God has great pleasure from this person's prayer, and consequently this person draws all influx of bounty Maybe into the world. Been stories the master of prayer. Along the way, the master of prayer saw people walking and praying. They were carrying prayer books. He was afraid of them, and they were afraid of him. He stood up and prayed. They also prayed. Then he asked them, who are you? They replied, at the time of the great hurricane, all the people of the world were divided into different factions, each with its own ideology. These were the various groups mentioned earlier. We chose for ourselves to pray constantly to God. We found ourselves a prayer leader and made him king. When the master of prayer heard this, it was very good in his eyes, since this was also what he desired. He began to speak to them and reveal to them the way he prayed, as well as his works and ideas. When they heard his words, their eyes were opened, and they realized the greatness of the master of prayer." Their king abdicated, and they immediately made the master of prayer their king, since they realized that he was a very great person. The master of prayer taught them and enlightened them, making them into very great saints. They were righteous people before, since they engaged only in prayer. But the master of prayer enlightened them so that they became awesome saints. The master of prayer sent a note to the mighty warrior, informing him how he had discovered this group and we had have become their letters, king. year one. Letter number 165 With thanks to God, Thursday night, Erev Shabbat, Vayishlach, 5595, Breslov My dear beloved son, I received your letter from the carrier of this letter, our friend Reb Nachman of Tolchin, along with the pens and the one silver ruble from our friend Reb Shimshon, may his light shine. When Reb Nachman arrived at my upper room, our comrades were with me, and I was talking with them about the machloket that has recently flared up again. In the middle of this discussion, he walked in. I saw his letter and heard what he had to say. The mechlukut was especially fierce in Tolchin, which is about nine miles from Breslov. Rabbi Yitzchak, Rav Nassin's son, lived there, as did Rav Nachman Tolchiner, Rav Shimshon, Rav Nassin's nephew mentioned earlier, along with several other Breslover Hasidim. See Through Fire and Water, pages 399-401. to It may have been appropriate to burst out crying over such pain and suffering, But instead, marshalling my strength, I overcame it and kept myself happy. Joy in God is our fortress. The most important thing of all is to fortify yourself and be joyful. Only during a certain specific hour every day, my soul will undoubtedly cry privately over persecution such as this. Year 2. Letter number 402. With God's help, Monday, Vayishlach 5603. Greetings to my modest wife, Dishel, may she live. To my learned son, Reb David Zvi, may he live. To my son, Nachman, may he live. And to my son, Yosef Yonah, may he live. God is indeed directing the world. As you will hear about in the letter to my son, Reb Shachna, may his light shine. And from the deliverer of this letter, it is God who establishes a man's steps. My beloved son, Reb David Zvi, may his light shine. I wrote to your brother, Reb Yitzhak, that he should buy a hat for you at my expense, for three or four silver rubles i.e. a hat made of mardir, a kind of cloth. I ask of you, do not request for anything big. Even this is extremely difficult and burdensome for me because I am spending other people's money. I am extremely hurried, and it is impossible to go on about this. I am certain that you will listen to me and that you will begin applying yourself diligently to studying, praying, and to reciting psalms with concentration and attention. Then you will enjoy good in this world and the next forever. My beloved Nachman, may he live. You certainly understand the pain that I have over your stubborn refusal to go to the study hall on Shabbat because of the hat. I therefore ask you to improve from now on. You should take a hat from my son-in-law Reh may he live, and go to the study hall every Shabbat. For God's sake, do not continue with your foolish ways. Listen to me, because I am thinking about what is best for you. God willing, I trust that I will soon set up a shidduch for you. Then, with God's help, you will have a strimal, as well as a good hat. In the meantime, for God's sake, do not stay away from the study hall over such foolishness, and especially not on Shabbat. Be diligent in your studies, pray and say psalms with concentration, and rise at least a little before dawn. For God's sake, guard yourself that I should not become angry with you. Listen to me and to our comrades. Then you will enjoy good in this world and the next. I am extremely hurried and busy now, and it is impossible to continue any longer. The words of your father who prays for you, Nussan of Breslov. And to my son Yosef Yona, may he live. Be diligent in your studies. Then you will enjoy good in this world and the next. Warm greetings to all our comrades with a great bold love. At the moment, there is absolutely no time to continue. Do not be angry with me, my brothers and friends, that I left you for Shabbat Hanukkah. This thing was from God and it is wondrous indeed as you will hear and understand for yourselves. Please watch over my household so that I will not need to go into debt, God forbid, especially not at a time like the present when I am engaged in such meritorious work as this. The words of your true friend forever. Rabbi Yehuda ben Safra, Rabbi Yehuda bar Masparta, Rabbi Yehuda Hasabar, Rabbi Yehuda Stam bar Yecheskel, Rabbi Yehuda bar Ashi, (laughs) Rabbi Yehuda berrieh'dar Shmuel bar Shilat, Rabbi Yehuda bar Zavda, Yehuda ben Yeshaya Hambosem, Rabbi Yehuda bar Abba. Rabbi Yehuda bar Idi, Rabbi Yehuda bar Levi. Rabbi Yehuda <laughs> ben Levi. <laughs> Rabbi Yehuda bar Rabbi Shimun. Rabbi Yehuda bar ben Pazi. Rabbi Yehuda ben Pazi. Rabbi Yehuda Kloseterra. Rabbi Yehuda bar Nachmani. Rabbi Yehuda bar Chaviva. Rabbi Yehuda bar Ami, Yehuda bar Oshaya. Rabbi Yehuda, de Rav Hasida, Rabbi Yehuda, de Rav Kahana, Rabbi Yehuda bar Siman, Rabbi Yehuda bar Titas, Rabbi Yehuda ben Sinana, Rabbi Yehuda ben Zavina, Rabbi Yehuda bar Bizna, Rabbi Yehuda ben Achoto shall Rabbi Yose Bar chanina. Rabbi Yehuda bar Natan, Rabbi Yehuda bar yishmal. Rabbi Yehuda bar Shila, Rabbi Yehuda bar Ula, Mar Yehuda, Yehuda bar Huna, Rabbi Yehuda bar Maremar, Ravihuda Yehuda Midifti Rabbi Yehuda Bar Ashteta Rabbi Yehuda Bar Achitai Rabbi Yehuda in prayers. prayers 2 Prayer number 1 the 2 1 In your vast compassion help us keep the fear of God in our hearts. Help us celebrate the three festivals of Pesach, Shavuot, and Sukkot with great and intense joy and gladness, with fear, with love, and with the greatest holiness and purity in accordance with your good will. May we honor the festivals with every sort of honor and delight, with eating and drinking, delicacies and fine garments, and with focused prayer, great joy, and a powerful awakening help us draw great and new awareness upon ourselves on every single one of the three festivals. Rectification for the three evil desires By means of the three festivals, may we rectify and renew all three states of consciousness in the three hollows of the skull, which are wisdom, understanding, and knowledge. As a result, may we break and nullify all three evil desires, the lust for money, the lust for sexual relations, and the lust for eating, which have polluted us, and through which we lost what we lost and came to what we came to. Please, Hashem, have pity and mercy on us, on our souls, on our children and babies, and on all those who rely on us. Have mercy on your honor. Help us from this moment on. Strengthen us and give us the joy of holiness, so that a great power of holiness and strength will be drawn onto us until we quickly break and nullify these three desires. May we draw the knowledge of holiness into our hearts through the holiness of the three festivals. As a result, may we rectify our hearts, nullifying these three desires so that they leave no impression whatsoever. Help us celebrate the festival of Pesach, the time of our freedom, with great holiness. As a result, may we draw energy down from our consciousness and intellect to break our lust for money. And in the merit of the holiness of the festival of Shavuot, Help us draw energy down from our consciousness and intellect to break our lust for sexual relations. And in the merit of the holiness of the festival of Sukkot, the festival of ingathering, help us draw energy down from our consciousness and intellect to break our lust for eating. Please, Hashem, have pity and mercy on us. Compassionately fulfill our requests in order to help us. In your vast compassion, you reveal to us this good, holy counsel on how we may be rescued from all evil. You gave us good and straight advice to break all three cardinal desires by means of celebrating the three festivals with proper holiness. But you know the evil of our hearts, the stiffness of our necks, the confusion and turbulence of our minds, and our excessive weakness, which makes this advice hard for us to keep. No one knows of any way or stratagem as to how we may celebrate these three festivals properly. Because, as is revealed before you, Lord of all, we are so far from the holiness of the three festivals. We have blemished your entire holy Torah, particularly the holiness and joy of the Shabbat and festivals. Moreover, we caused a great deal of harm in the three festivals themselves. Please, Hashem, inform us of your ways so that we may know how to find favor in your eyes and how to act when we make requests of you, so that we will come close to you and keep all of the good, true advice that you reveal to us through your true tzaddikim, until we will return to you in truth and with a full heart. Have pity and mercy on us. May your compassion be stirred and moved on our behalf. Compassionate King, have compassion on us. You who are good and do good, be receptive to us. Return to us in your great compassion for the sake of the forefathers who did your will. In your vast compassion, purify us and be gracious to us so that we all will celebrate all three festivals with great, mighty, and infinite joy and gladness. Help us truly attain the joy of the festivals in accordance with your good will. Have pity and mercy on us because we do not know any way to attain the joy of the festivals other than with your great power alone. Sanctify us with your commandments and give us our portion in your Torah. Satiate us with your goodness, give us joy in your salvation, and purify our heart to truly serve you. Hashem, our God, grant us your holy times in joy and delight, until in the merit and power of the holiness of the three festivals we break and nullify all three evil desires the lust for money, the lust for sexual relations, and the lust for eating. May we be truly holy and pure. Bring us out from dimness to brightness from darkness to a great light. May we draw holy awareness into the heart to rectify and purify it from these three lusts. May the verse be realized in me. You shall know today and consider in your heart that Hashem is God in heaven above and on the earth below there is no other.